0: Now all of a sudden, everybody want to play Cowboy? Okay, the Grip Report starts right now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you
1: get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only, Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep hotep,
0: Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Somebody said what do you think you are, some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, that was good. Just like, ooh, that's <laughs> sexy. Man. Yes, I do think I'm a Hotep <laughs> Jesus.
1: Hmm, hmm, hmm,
0: hmm. Mm. Had to chew that last bit of food. There, I'm having me a little salad. Greetings to the Hoteps. Welcome to the Griff Report, live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus? Hotep Jesus? Hotep, J- hotep, J- hotep, J- hotep Jesus? Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the Hotep of standings. Hotep. Um, Hotep. Donde asked, he said, when are you going to be on Fox again? Um, The last time I was on Fox, I was wearing a Men of Order hoodie and uh my theory is that hold on i'm gonna text message here i just want to make sure sometimes people text me because there's something wrong with the stream i just want to make sure there's nothing wrong here okay good all right um my theory is that fox has not had me back yet I hate when my chair is this low feels funny when my chair is low i might have to just I should just adjust the screen. That's probably what I should do. Um, let's do this. Oh shit! Some of B. Dab it. Adjust the camera down. My theory is that I have not been on Fox News because I was beginning to acquire too much power. I believe that the oligarch class has been paying attention to the HoTeps. When I was wearing a the tuxedo, they were like, "Good, he's being a good clean Negro." But the last time I went up there, I went up there. I was very comfortable. I had the Men of Order hoodie. And I think driving traffic to Men of Order goes against the establishment's plans. And they have not had me back yet. So I think this is a cool-off period. They're basically saying, yo, we need to cool this guy off. He's getting too much power too fast. So, you know, hopefully you'll see me on Fox in the near future. If not, no love lost. I... Really don't care. Um, I was speaking with Goldstein about this the other day. We're not going to sit up here and try to placate to the interests of any media outlet or any media company for the sake of receiving a check or getting their co sign We don't have to do that. We have the Griff report. We have Hotep Nation. We have Men of Water. We're building our own right here. Hotepistan is live and it's real and it's happening right now. So we don't need them. It's fun when we have them. But we don't have to be worried or concerned with them. Uh, moving right along. Uh, I don't know the name of the song I played yesterday. Maybe somebody can help you. Um, people doing a pump and duck on the, on the Rumble stock, really? Um, I'm just having a salad. Leah, what up? Shout out to Leah, my de facto manager. Direct all questions and bookings to her, please. Steph Cronell said, it's the Grub Report. Word, word, word. It's the grub report. Um, Do I have that? Well, I can't play the video because, well, uh, YouTube puts limits on it. Where's my rumblers at? Shout out to my rumblers rumbling. Uh, Beanie Man and the quartering are saying civil war kicking off this week. Well, Beanie Man and the quartering have a very specific job to do, right? And their job is to get clicks, right? And their job is to keep people emotionally invested in whatever um, the action movement, because you have the reactionary movement, you have the action movement, whatever the action movement says. So they want to keep you emotionally invested. My job is to remove your emotions from these things and and keep your logic in. We're going to dive into uh, the border uh, situation uh, in a moment here. Uh, But first, let me go ahead and I want to start off with yesterday. Some of the remnants of yesterday are uh, a bit frightening. It's a bit frightening. okay, even for me. So let's go ahead and pull this up on the screen. This is a tweet I posted yesterday, and I'm going to show you exactly why I'm afraid. So, you know, yesterday was about Charlie Kirk and him being afraid of black pilots and all of that. And then I had this tweet or post on X, and it says here uh, retweet to scare a conservative grifter. Now, first things first, a lot of people who consider themselves conservatives were triggered by this. But as you can see here, there was a modifier to the term conservative, which is the modifier of grifter. Shout out to the grifties. Go get your tickets to the grifties right now so you can meet me and others in person and enjoy our comedy special. Anyway, there is a modifier on conservative and that modifier is grifter. So if you considered yourself a grifter or you took the bait, you responded to this. Right. You're somewhere in here like how dare you talk about conservatives and these people just have uh, a failure of comprehension or they're just feds and bots. I would say at least fifty percent are Feds and bots. Okay, with that being said, let's look at the engagement on this. Now, everybody knows I don't do big numbers on Twitter because um, I don't I don't make content for the common mind. I I I when I post, I like to tweet to intellectual thought people, which is the minority. I That's who I want as my audience. So you see some people with big numbers, but those are big numbers of small brain people. I have a different philosophy where I want smaller numbers of big brain people, not small brain people. They want big numbers of small brain people. I want big numbers of big brain people. Too bad there's not enough big brain people, so therefore you don't get big brain numbers. However, this tweet, I did trigger something, as you see here, 3.1 million views on this tweet. Go on to show that there are uh, over 5,000 reposts and 13,000 likes on this. Now, you might be asking yourself, Hotep Jesus, why are you afraid? And this goes back to one of my previous theories. Now, people who have been paying attention, for a chance to win a membership to menoforder.com, any product of your choice one month supply of either flow or apex can you tell me what is the recipe for the great griftening can anybody tell me it comes in two parts what are the two parts do you need to cook up the great griftening what do we need oh yeah it's hotep thursday you know we we'll back tonight hotep oh, you know that um lay it down like elijah muhammad hj tell us about the nso tech and the cartels (laughs) um thank you carmen for posting the link to the grifty can anybody tell me the two things you need for the great griftening? strong dad says race and bitching very close jerome you have won jerome beat everybody uh, tari said black and white. I think tari was probably first tari. We're going to have, I'm going to give it to both. I'm going to do both. I'm going to give one to Jerome one, to tari contact me to get your one month supply of flow or apex. Tell me what you want. And we'll get that out to you shortly. Black and white, black and white is what you need to do these numbers, right? I'm not going to say need, but can do these numbers. You want to do these numbers. You want 3.1 million You need one part black and you need one part white. And this frightened me. I said, oh, shit, I tapped into the great griftening by accident. I had all these black people following me. I lost like 100 followers. I think like most of my guests were white or something like that. And they took offense to this because they didn't realize I was talking about the grifters and not conservatives. Because if you're a conservative, you're not triggered by this photo. If you're a conservative grifter, you are, hence the modifier. I'm very specific when I use language. I'm very intelligent when I use language because I know what it's like to have your message misconstrued. So I always like to have the alibi of, well, there's a modifier on that tweet and it's called conservative. Now, I was frightened because I said, I never do these type of numbers. I never create content for the hoi polloi what happened and i realized i tapped into the great grifting this is frightening for me because that means the algorithm in conjunction with the great grifting as we already know is a real thing now i want to stay away from this i do not want millions of views on my tweet because that means i've done something wrong this is a huge mistake for me Cause I have tapped into the great grifting. Inc. I do not want to be a race hustler. So I apologize to anybody who read this tweet and took this as race hustling. That's not what this is. This was a specific attack at con Inc X division or any other division of conservative Inc. But I just wanted to show you what happens when you divide people on social media, you get huge numbers. Stay away from the great griftening. The proof is in the numbers. Okay, now on to bigger and badder things. We got a lot of tweets to pull up. The first thing I want to do is I want to play this video and I'm only playing this video first because, well, I want to enjoy my salad. (laughs) So I'm going to play this video while I try to scarf down my salad. In a minute and 30 seconds, we are now going to talk about the uh, Texas standoff. Let's go to the tape.
1: familiar with Article 4, Section 4 of our Constitution, often called the Invasion Clause. Anybody? I'm going to read it real quick. The United States shall guarantee to every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Now, there's arguments right now about whether or not this is an invasion, but it's tough to argue when you have the equivalent of a combat division size of illegals coming across our southern border. For those of you that don't know, that's 10,000 individuals every single day in invasion. And we've talked about what comes with those individuals from crime, you know, the economic burdens on, on our citizens, the, the, the families being destroyed of fentanyl. You guys are all familiar with that. You guys see them every single day in your own states. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. Are you guys aware of the uh, job title of Alejandro Mayorkas, Mr. Knudsen? His specific job title is Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Homeland, Secretary of Homeland Security. Now, I'm no, I'm, I'm no constitutional scholar, Mr. Drummond, but just from that job title alone, would you assess that maybe his job might be to secure and protect the homeland? He has the duty to control and guard our. Oh, Mr. Bailey, is uh, Secretary Mayorkas doing that? He is has abdicated his official legal responsibilities and his moral and ethical responsibilities to this nation. Mr. Knudsen, is he doing that? He absolutely is not. He is derelict in many of those duties.
0: All right. All right. Let's break this down. I don't have a napkin. It's all good. Um, real nigga shit. I'll just wipe my nose with my hand and then wipe it on the inside of my shirt. All right. I don't know why my nose runs when I eat. All right, let's go. So a couple of things we got to break down in this. Um, how should we do this? I think we should go to the dictionary first, right? Um, Or should we? Hmm. What's the best way to go about this? Actually, you know what? I think the best way to go about this is to start off with the venom. Let's go to the venom, right? So this all started with uh, a controversial tweet of mine this morning. Always starts off with that, right? Um, let's go here. So we get this post. I'm trying to up- update my language to post instead of tweet and X instead of Twitter. So bear with me. So Jay Shields, he says, Do you support Texas right to defend its border or Biden's ability to leave it open? So really hard uh, question to answer, which you'll see today. Why this is such a hard answer for somebody who's objective for somebody who's subjective. You know, you just want you to use your brain, you use your emotions, right? So I like to use my brain, not my emotions. So I said here, if you're one of those, the constitution is greatest document ever written, whatever that means. Um, If you're one of those guys, then the federal government has the sole responsibility for border security. Okay. If you don't like that, then you're asking to amend the constitution, which way Western man. Now in, in the, in the thread, you'll see a lot of pushback here, you know, um, you know, like this guy, I need to read more. Right. So obviously now I guess I, uh, can't read. Right. So I got a lot of pushback when I said this, the issue is, they just didn't like the way I worded this. They know I'm correct, but they don't like the way I worded this. And the fact of the matter is they all agree with me that they are mad that the federal government has not protected the border. If the government had been securing the border, Nobody would be asking about the Constitution because they would have been doing their job by securing the border. Now we spoke to somebody who's working on the who works at the border. Yesterday we had him call in. If you didn't hear that, go to the call-in section of yesterday's stream, and I'll tell you where they are. Is federal border. It's not Texas border. It's the federal border. It's the United States government's border, right? So this is what started all the venom, right? Now. What this comes back to, let's see if we can find one of the arguments here um, that we can cherry pick. Let's cherry pick one. Um, Actually, no, let's not cherry pick one because everybody pretty much the same thing, said the same thing. They quoted the Constitution. Right. And I have no problem with that because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the United States Constitution. Is the stream still up? Is everything working? Is everybody good? Everybody having a good time? Um, okay. I just want to make sure the stream is up and working and all right, because the constitution.gov is not working right now. Hold on. All right, here we go. All right. Let's fix this on your screen and then we will be able to proceed. So what are we looking at here? We're looking at what is called, um, article one, section eight, clause three. Okay. Now, article one, section eight, clause three, what does it say? Um, no state shall, without the consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops or ships of war in time of peace, enter into any agreement or compact with any state or foreign power, or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent dangers as will not admit delay. Okay, so, um, Key things right here is the term invasion. This is the term that everybody throws around. We are being invaded. We are being invaded. And then they say here, imminent danger. We're not going to touch imminent danger unless we have time. Uh, But again, the uh, reason why I'm highlighting these is because these things where we stand today as a nation are subjective, right? So what everybody says is we're dealing with an invasion at the border. Now, this invasion at the border is something that was created uh, out of thin air by some individual. I don't know if it's Trump, the media, you know, right-wing pundit, think tanks. I don't know, but somebody decided to say that there is an invasion at the border, and I may or may not have uh, repeated that. Uh, but that's what I want to look at today: is the invasion. Now, the first question I have to ask you in regard to the invasion is. At the time that the Constitution was written, we always have to do this with the Constitution. At the time the Constitution was written, do you think that the founding fathers, the writers of this document, were talking about illegal immigrants? I would have to answer no. That's not what they were talking about. What they were concerned with was, as it says right here, foreign powers and war. Right? So this is saying, like, if the United States government, if the uh, government of Mexico or the government of Argentina were to try and invade Texas, then Texas has a right to secure its border. Okay? Now, we had to get really pedantic because that's just how people are on X. So we had to look up the term invasion. What does invasion mean? So I, 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 it was crazy because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna look at multiple dictionaries. So let's go to our overlords over at Google. And it says here, according to Google, first definition, usually you wanna go off the first definition. The other definitions are pertinent, but in this case, we're gonna go off the first definition and invasion uh, I'm sorry, In an instance of invading a country or region with what an armed force, an armed force. OK, now you can say that some of the illegals are coming over armed, but for the most part, they are unarmed. OK, this is not an army or anything of that nature. So let's stop. Actually, no, let's finish and then go back to the video. Then somebody was like, um, it was funny because the, the argument I was having was very pedantic, right? And um, so I, I gave him the definition of invasion. Now here is is Webster's Dictionary. Webster's Dictionary said the definition of uh, invasion is an act of invading. And it says here, especially an incursion of an army for conquest or plunder. So again, this is talking about some outside force coming in for conquest or plunder. A lot of you are going to go, well, they are conquering us sort of and plundering us sort of. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, but let's be specific. So then somebody was like, well, then you have to look up what invade means because it's the root word of invasion. Okay, fine, let's do that. So I go and I look up invade and says right here to enter for conquest or plunder. Now you might say, well, they're plundering us through taxes, et cetera, et cetera, but we all know this means in a very direct way. You know, you can say that they're conquering America in an indirect way, but we all know if we're gonna be honest that we're talking about conquest and plunder in a very direct way, meaning we are going to cross your border with weapons, lay siege and take what we want, okay? That's what the founding fathers meant in my interpretation when they said that. Now, let's go back to the video and let's play it from the top. And I'm going to show you what he says and how it kind of falls under something called interpretation. Now, let's play the tape. Hold on.
1: Familiar with Article 4, Section 4 of our Constitution, often called the Invasion Clause. Anybody? I'm going to read it real quick. The United States shall guarantee. So we got to stop right there.
0: You got to stop right there. So, these guys are intelligent. At least I think they are. And they like to play word games. So, what he says here is he refers to the article that we just covered, a section in the Constitution. And he says it's often called the invasion clause. Okay? Now, that's what y'all might call it, but that's not what it's called in the Constitution. So that's the first little word play trick he likes to play right there. So they want to insert this concept of invasion, which is a failed tactic. Let's continue. Tushin, often called the invasion clause. Anybody? I'm
1: going to read it real quick. The United
0: States shall guarantee
1: to every state in the union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion.
0: Now, there's arguments right now about whether or not this is an invasion, but so right there, he said there are arguments uh, about whether or not this is an invasion. Now, look at how he tries to describe what an invasion is, because he knows the definition of invasion is talking about a walking standing army of some sort or like.
1: It's tough to argue when you have the equivalent of a combat division
0: size of. So what he does is he says here the equivalent of a combat division size of illegals basically what he does is he draws uh, an unfair correlation. Um, Anybody with a modicum of intelligence can tell this is attorney word games. Okay. For the, for the purposes of persuasion. The only, the, the sad part is the only thing they're persuading is the reactionary movement and not the people that actually make decisions of this country. Now, or, or even even if the people of this country are not going to be persuaded, they must be made to look like uh, dissidents uh, or um, insurgents uh, or um, what do you call it when you turn your back on your country? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Treasonous. That's the word I'm looking for. They must be t- made to look treasonous. And this line of approach right here does not bode well for making these people look like treason. Um, So it says the equivalent of a combat division size of illegals. So basically what he's trying to do is in your mind, he's trying to equate the illegals to a combat division, which lets you know that he knows that the founding fathers were talking about armies. So he knows it. I know it. The founding fathers knew it. And the people listening to me now know it. Let's continue. Illegals coming
1: across our southern border. For those of you that don't know, that's 10,000 individuals every single day
0: in invasion. And we've talked about now in persuasion. He fails here because what he does is he gives a number. He says 10,000, 10,000. When really what he needs to do is he needs to, um, and this is a sales tactic. This is a persuasion tactic. Uh, Scott Adams knows all about this stuff. But what you need to do is you need to find something that people can uh, create a picture of in their mind of what 10,000 uh, 10, people looks like. So you can say a small stadium, right? And then people go, oh, I can kind of vision a small stadium or something to that effect, right? And you say there's like a small stadium size of people, population of people, uh, you know, the population of us, a, of, a, of a city is coming over every single day. Right. Something to that effect to put pictures in your head. OK, now let's put that aside for just a moment and move on to my next point of contention. We're always going to come back to this. Mrs. Lysander Spooners. Um, quote. And he says here, but whether the Constitution really be one thing or another, this much is certain that it has either authorized such a government as we have or has been powerless to prevent it. In either case, it is unfit to exist. So, again, what this comes back to is interpretation. And we know this from Article 1, Section 8, which under Article 1, Section 8 was really reinforced by um, Alexander Hamilton to make an argument for a central bank. On the other side of the argument, you got Jefferson, and Jefferson's like, no, I interpret it to mean this. Either way, there was a central bank created based upon the interpretation of the words on that piece of paper, and that's why I say the words on on that piece of paper called the Constitution is only as good as, number one, the lobbying power of the people, who are on either side of the argument, obviously the lobbying power was much stronger on Hamilton's side, and your ability to articulate your argument. It has nothing to do with the words on that paper, okay? Has everything to do with who got the better attorneys? Who got the better tunnel diggers? (laughs) Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You know, the right got to get their best tunnel diggers, the left got to get their best tunnel diggers and have them fight it out in the courts and may the best tunnel digger win. Okay? So, with that being said, let's go to um it, it's it's quite funny because this is like one of the first times I want to say that the entire Griff report has been outlined um by my tweets. I could actually just go to my timeline and run through my line of thinking um, prior to the show. Right. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, and then we'll get into some of the conspiratorial stuff later. All right, let's pull this one up first. So. What do we have here? So this was Chingo Bling. Shout out to Chingo Bling. Good guy. Stand up comedian. Go get your tickets at Chingobling.com for his comedy tour. And um, he says, what if it's an invasion? Question mark. Court ruled so. Now they have to come down in a force. And I said, if the federal government deems it an, quote unquote, invasion, then Texas has every, quote unquote, right to defend its border. But the argument begins with, what is an invasion? My interpretation is that the article in the Constitution is about international relations and war, and not migrants. Then you get people in the in the, in the thing who get really pedantic and they go, "Well, you mean illegal migrants?" And it's just like, uh, uh, "Duh!" But wouldn't that fall under the umbrella of migrants anyway? And the only reason why I put migrants instead of illegal migrants is because I went over the 280 character limit. Otherwise, I would have specified illegal migrants, knowing how pedantic people can be online. Um, So I had uh, a guy here. He says uh, it's literally in his letter. And I said, this is a state letter. My statement said federal. Um, Here's the me the back and forth with me and the guy going you know, uh, talking about the definition of invasion kind of weird. Um, so let's go to the next, um, let's go to the next tweet. Hold on. Whoops. Didn't mean, wait, no, it's right here. Okay. So let's go here. Let's pull this up so I can give you my take on All of this. So I said the correct take on shout to Scott Adams for retweeting us. He says the correct take on the Texas standoff is the Biden administration has failed to protect U.S. citizens and Biden should abdicate or be removed through impeachment. Amending the Constitution is a dangerous game. Elect a president who will provide border security, a la Trump. Now. Right here, I said amending the Constitution is a dangerous game. And a lot of people didn't get what I meant by this. So let's go ahead and begin explaining. So why did I say amending the Constitution? Because right now, what people want to do is amend the Constitution. They, They don't know they're saying that, but that's what they're saying. Basically, what they're saying is Texas should be in charge of... A federal border. They're basically saying that the United States government should not protect the border. That's just how it's going to be looked at in the court of law It's black and white. Okay. It's just black and white Supreme court. I think they made the right decision when they did the five, four thing, uh, ruling. I think they made the right decision. You do not want to go down the road of obliterating the constitution. If you believe in said constitution, Let me try to be more clear because I don't think I'm clear enough yet. So if you say. Well, all right, so we went down the invasion road, right? I think I explained that well, but. Really, what is happening here is. The reactionary movement. Is saying that. Texas should secure the border and that SCOTUS made the wrong decision. Okay. If SCOTUS made the decision that Texas should secure the border, what does that mean as a precedent for what the federal government's role is on securing the border? Does that mean that it's a free-for-all and everybody got to protect themselves does it mean that um the federal government no longer has a duty to protect us from foreign invaders like that's the road we're going down when you say scotus should have voted the other way you're basically saying no let let china whoever wants to be a foreign enemy let them just invade, and then the state's gotta end and the, and, the, and the federal government just goes hands off and goes, "Oh, oh, well, you're being invaded, Texas, you handle it yourself. That's the precedent I believe would be set had SCOtus not voted five four. If anybody wants to tell me I'm wrong, tell me how and why, okay um Angelia says if we open up amending uh the Constitution, we will lose. OK. Um, you all see what's on my screen? Oh, YouTube's just behind. OK, so. I continue when I say using ambiguous terms like invasion only feeds emotions and not logic. And that's why I said before, is like everybody's invoking this term invasion because that's what the Constitution says. But that is left up to interpretation and the people using the term invasion is a means to invoke emotions from people, mostly on social media. What I said was, let's be logical, be specific and say that the Biden administration has failed to strictly adhere to the Immigration and National uh, and Nationality Act, the INA. Fuck the Constitution. We don't even got to go to the Constitution. Like, why y'all always just jump to the Constitution? It's kind of weird to me. And I said begin impeachment proceedings immediately. Because uh, according to the INA. Entering the country um, without um, proper visas and paperwork and all of that and correct authorization is unlawful, illegal. And the United States government is supposed to send your ass back. If the United States is not govern is not doing that, then they failed to follow this policy. In which case. That is what I would look to discuss the INA and leave the Constitution alone. So to me, it looks like uh, there's a push from the reactionary movement, the oligarch class controlling the reactionary movement to obliterate parts of the Constitution, to open it up to um, ambiguous arguments and uh, obliteration uh, like it has always been um, attacked and destroyed. Right like Lysander spooner said it just fails to protect your rights okay cool let's go on to hopefully i I was able to explain that okay let's go to the next tweet hold on let's right here nope right here let's close that all right so No, we'll get to that in a second. So I said, hot take. Tensions are probably higher on social media than you are between the armed forces on the ground and at the southern border. So we gotta Remember the human aspect of all of this. Right. The human aspect is I'm a wage employee. I work for, you know, a state government and you're a wage employee and you work for the federal government. Right. And basically you show up to work every day to make sure your pension is going to get paid. You get your GI bill and your bills are paid. You know what you don't want to do when you wake up in the morning as one of these employees? Get shot. (laughs) You don't want to get shot or shoot. And if you want to shoot somebody, then you just need um, you need medical attention. You need you need a therapist or something of of the sort. You need to go speak to a, a doctor. Okay. the guys at the border are just there to collect a check. They don't give a damn one way or another. And What they're not going to do is they are not going to fire on each other. We had our border uh, Behind the scenes guy call in yesterday And basically reiterate The same notion These guys ain't fighting each other Let's call a spade a spade Now if there was to be um, Let's say Somebody discharged a firearm From either side This is where we get into conspiracy theory So My theory is that it's a plant. It's a plant, right? Now, it's either going to be a plant from the people or a plant in one of these agencies. So Langley will say, look, I need you to create strife at the border. You're going to go pretend to be an ICE agent. Pop somebody in their ass so we can pop this thing off, right? So it won't be organic. It will be coerced. All conspiracy theory. Got to make that clear. Or you get one of these fake wild cowboys who want to go down there and start some shit or langley sends one of their um lsd induced uh patients from um what's the name of that operation where they um scramble your brain and send you back out there who could tell me that what's it called again where they scramble your brain on lsd and all of that stuff and then Send you and then send you out to carry out a mission and you can't recall what happened. What's that called again? Somebody help me out. Situation to spark some shit off, right? But the truth of the matter is, the people online care more about the border than the people at the border.
1: I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus, and I wish all the white people were as
0: smart as Hotep Jesus. I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as the abuse Because that guy he, he really Gets it he knows how to boil it down Let's go to the next one So which leads us here Right To this tweet where I said the Texas Border standoff is a civil war Cosplay for the reactionary movement The reactionary Movement Is being emotionally Manipulated to care about this thing they're all charged up oh my god i can't believe what the feds are doing at the border greg abbott could have done something about this a long time ago he chose not to and he should not be trusted okay that's first and foremost second of all i want to talk about you fucking wild cowboys on the internet talking about um you know let's go down there and you know i can't wait for something to pop off who did i see on my timeline that i follow i want to show you i I'm like, yo, come the fuck on, yo. Um how could I find this? How, what Let's let's type in let's type in Texas. When I see his face, I'll know. So we'll type in Texas and then we'll go um people you follow. Okay, so let's see just people I follow. Um I'm going to I'm going to show you the Ian Smith thing. Um But there was one guy, uh, I was just like, come on, bro. Like, chill out, bro. You over here bugging, man. You over here cosplaying. Here we go. Clint Russell, this guy right here. This is the tweet I was talking about. Clint Russell. Clint, stop it. Stop it. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all out here cosplaying. So this motorcycle riding down the street super fast and he goes me and route to Texas when it pops off. Come the fuck on Clint. (laughs) So shit pops off in Texas. Now everybody wants to be a wild cowboy and run to the border. Why? Why? What are you gonna do Clint? (laughs) This is cowboy cosplay. This is cowboy cosplay. You ain't gonna do shit, Clint, because if you was gonna do something, you'd have been there already. You'd have had your weapon, you'd be enforcing the border, but you know what happened if you try that? You'd be arrested. You'd be arrested either by ICE and them uh state police, uh the, the municipal police or the National Guard. Nobody's letting you go down there and do shit, right? So this is what I'm talking about. Like dudes get online. And like, they get all hyped up. Now, I don't know if he's trolling, if he's real, obviously it's a joke, obviously it's a joke. We know it's a joke, right? But there's a little bit of seriousness in every joke, right? So it's like a whole bunch of dudes is coming online acting like they about to pop off. First of all, nothing's gonna pop off at the border. Let's just call it space Spade. We already covered that. And if it does, we know it's some MK Ultra fake handkerchief and all of that, right? But this is just ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to go down to Texas. Why? Because the, cause, cause the oligarch class told you this is the new thing you need to react to? Now y'all want to go protect the border. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> let's go see what some of my timeline is saying about this thing. Because one of the tweets I want to cover is here. Actually, let's go right to it. It's right there. Ian Smith. I like this take from Ian Smith. Um... He says, uh, the standoff at the Texas border sure does make Americans feel good, right? And that's what's going on. Like, you got this white boy, American feel good. We got tension at the border, Texas secession. Yeah, fuck the government type shit. And he says, but I can't help but to be nagged by this question. Why did Governor Abbott spend three years dicking around sending fucking invaders further into the country on taxpayer-funded bus trips to only exacerbate the fallout from the crisis at the border before suddenly growing the balls to stand up to the federal government because it's election season and everybody wants to update numbers during election season, right? Um, it just It's political grifting. It, Greg Abbott is um, engaging in political grifting. People will get mad when we ask these questions because we always want the good news, the easy solution, but I generally don't think of any of those things at the exist at this point. Americans will be dealing with the ramifications of this for years to come, regardless. And that's a great fucking take. Like, Ian, and this is what I say, you know, there's something called a partisan prisoner, where when you become um, a, a, a quote-unquote influencer, you have to stick to the party line, right? And if everybody says Texas secession and Texas good, then you better say the same thing. Otherwise, you know, everybody's mad at you and you lose followers and every, that's what everybody cares about. But this guy is a very brave guy. And he's like, nah, I'm going to think on my own. Right. So I love that take. What else is being said here? Let's see who I uh, right, Michael Malice. Let's see if I agree with Michael Malice. What is the Democrat framing as to what Texas is doing? R.E. the border. Is it as brazen as? This is the role of the federal government, and it's under control. Good question. So I usually ask some questions. I, I like questions. Um, educated people ask questions. They don't make blatant statements. Steph is dope. He says, I'm 100% against civil war. I know it sounds cool to the tactical larper types, but war is hell. Uh, with cities like New York, D.C., and others barely able to handle the influx of immigrants, it should be common sense that Texas is, is in the right here. Politics is so stupid. Not a bad take. Um, Scott Adams. So far, Biden has gotten us into and he goes down the list of things that Biden's failed. And this is correct. This is a Biden administration failure. Tim Poole says Biden already lost in Texas. Pathetic Democrats can't even win this. Uh, SCOTUS knocks out Roe. Democrats are helpless. SCOTUS rules in favor of Biden and Democrats uh, are still helpless. LOL. Fuck them, says uh, Beanie Man. Now, um, when he says SCOTUS, SCOTUS rules in favor of Biden and Democrats, that's not exactly what happened, but that is what happened, right? What exactly happened was they sustained the Constitution, which happened to be in favor of the Democrats. And what happened in Roe is so if I were to write this honestly, I would say, you know, if I was to use his rhetoric here, rules in favor of, I would say, SCOTUS ruled in favor of conservatives in the Roe decision and ruled in favor of the Democrats. But this is what you call false equivalency um, from Tim Pool here, because this is just not fair. Um, What what I would say is SCOTUS maintains Constitution in Roe decision. SCOTUS maintains Constitution in Texas border decision. That's the objective, smart way to talk about that. Um, the way he does it is uh, why he's Tim Pool. You know, it gets the most clicks. He, he reads the room and he knows what people are going to go and say yes to. Okay. Jake Shields, uh, do you support? Uh, we went over that. Matt Walsh, if you want to know what a political loser this Texas border issue is for Biden, just consider the fact that the story isn't even mentioned on the homepage of CNN or NBC News. It's a really great take from Matt. this is true this is a huge loss for the democrats because everybody is like no you failed and that's and that and that comes back to my point this isn't about what texas should or should not do this is all about the failure of the biden administration and when we start to talk about texas and secession what we're doing is we're taking our foot off of biden in them's neck no keep your foot on their neck which I have to give credit to Tim for because that's what he's doing in this, in this tweet right here. He's keeping his foot on Biden and the Democrats neck. That's the correct take. Let's see, Joshua, Joshua Smith. What does he say here? He says, Texas has a right to set their own immigration policies. The constitution is silent on immigration facts, meaning that the 10th amendment gives Texas the right to tell a federal government to kick their, kiss their ass. Incorrect. Uh, the federal government is the aggressor here. The U.S. used to really dislike aggressive tyrants. Okay. So he's half right. I give him 50%. That's um that works well in baseball. Um, doesn't work well in um astrophysics. Um Charlie Kirk. Let's see what Charlie Kirk says. Greg Abbott is being very smart. The Supreme Court didn't actually order Texas to do anything. That's correct. The Court gave Biden regime permission to do something. That's correct. Those are two very different things. Texas is simply laying more wire and moving in more resources. That is also true. People are talking about they removed the wire. No, Texas is still laying down wire. okay? And like I said, like I said, if you are at the at the at the uh, border, right, and you're on the national guard side of things, and you just collecting a check. And you tell Texas, yo, remove the wire, and Texas go, yo, we ain't moving no wire. Plus, we laying down more wire. You're not gonna fire no shots. You're not actually gonna do anything. You all, you need, you need DC to tell you to pull pull that weapon out and discharge your firearm. You're not actually gonna do it. Let's be real here. Since Texas knows this that's why Texas is like, ha, all right, chill out, homie. I'm about to lay this wire. And if I'm one of those guys at the board, I'm like, man, go ahead, do what you want to do, man. I ain't got orders to do shit anyway. They just sent me down here. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Biden sent me down here. I'm chilling. I'm collecting the paycheck. Lay the wire down, bro. I'm not gonna stop you because we're not about to fight over some shit when we both on the same team. Also, the court deferred on the majority of the case that that is uh, still before the Fifth Circuit. Abbott is exploiting this window to rally more governors, more personnel and to secure the moral high ground. Good for Abbott. Good for Texas. So from that perspective, yes, Abbott is um, pretty much doing the right thing. Right. Scott Adams says I side with Texas. I would have to say I side with Texas too. fuck the Biden admin. The Biden admin are fucking trash. You know, like I said, this is all. Biden and them's fault. Um, all right. There's not much left in here uh, of of good thoughts and opinions. So let's move on. So we we took a look at what my father said. We looked at that. Let me just see if there's anything else I missed. Oh, yeah. This going down the um, rabbit hole of conspiracy theory. Um, We know that there is this movie that's coming out later this year called Civil War. Now, I went to Uncle hotel page to see what his update was on all of this before I went live tonight. And last night, he also mentioned this movie. And I said, do you think it's a coincidence that there's a standoff at the border and this movie comes out this year? The oligarch caste class controls your emotions and therefore your thinking. Now, some people have responded and said, yeah, Armageddon actually turned into the obliteration of the Earth. And they don't get what's happening here. Now, am I saying that this movie is going to cause people to take up arms and create a civil war? Possibly. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Possibly. But if the, the play is bigger than that. The player, The play is meta. It's meta. They don't actually need a civil war to break out. They just need you to think one's going to break out. They just need your emotions invested. They need you emotionally invested in this issue because this is going to be the big issue in this year's election. They need you participating in their sham called an election. So it's not about is there going to be a civil war? People going to be a civil war and all of that? No, no. It's about playing with your emotions. Uh, it's about increasing the cortisol levels in your body. So you become an unhealthy human being. Therefore, you need big pharma and everything else. It's multifaceted what happens to the human body when it carries certain emotions. While you're thinking about this, you're not thinking about something else. Opportunity cost. So this is a control of your emotions and therefore a control of your thinking. Now, what's going to happen is the movie going to come out. And it could trigger the MK ultra in somebody. Or it could just radicalize one individual. You only need one fool. You only need one fool. Okay. So. It's also put out there as bait to say, well, somebody going to get radicalized based on this movie and they're going to spark off some shit. So the government can come in and say, oh, we need to increase our control over America. We need to, we need we need more laws. We need higher law and order. We need martial law. It's all about creating control. And that one individual only needs to take one life for them to blow it up and say, we got white Christian nationalist domestic terrorists, and then all the shit goes to hell. OK, that is the play with the movie. Remember, they never do anything for one reason. They don't sit in Davos and Bilderberg and the Bohemian Grove and go, we're going to do one thing for one reason. No, they 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 know that they're going to drop something in the bucket and it's going to have a ripple effect and it's going to spread and it's going to infect and affect people in a myriad of different ways. It will, uh, I mean, I can sit here and list things all day, right? Like as my brain starts to compute this stuff, for example, you know, one thing that'll change attribution of budget, attribution of budget, that little thing could change the trajectory of a country. How we spend our money. How we don't spend our money. And when we spend that money, who gets it? Defense contractors. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotep It's always gonna come back to Nikki Haley's uh benefactors. Every single time. Every single time. Uh they're steering the narrative. Correct. They are absolutely steering the narrative. Okay. All right. Now, let me clean this up. Make sure there's um, because sometimes I want to show you guys something and uh, I. uh, Get so caught up in what I'm doing that. um, I don't show you everything. That I want. No, no, I've covered everything. Let me go back to my timeline. Hold on a second. Just do another sweep. Um. See, I know I missed something. Okay, Alejandro Mayorkas. Now you know what's funny is, you know who was really tough on the border? Barack Obama. Some people argue he was tougher on the border than um than Trump. So who is Alejandro Mayorkas? We saw it in the clip earlier. H- Alejandro is our Secretary of Homeland Security. So not only does Biden need to be fired, Alejandro, Alejandro needs to be fired because he's failing to what? Protect national security. There is no homeland security in the Biden administration. It's all but non-existent, all but non-existent. We're gonna go to phone lines. What do I wanna hear from the calls today? I want the calls to tell me how they feel about this whole situation, but also is this standoff real? Is it coerced? What's the angle? I want Kofi on tight takes. Text, hold up your name to 202 596 And we'll be right back after this short brief commercial break.